Hello, and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 225 for patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is Heroes in Disguise. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. Hey everybody, this is Root, I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here in episode number 225 of HearthCast, we go undercover and infiltrate some of the deadliest camps on Azeroth. Folks, it's happening right now, the attack of the Game Clone Wars. And we're going to cover the top 10 ways for you to lose at Hearthstone. And do us a favor, stay tuned after the show for an aspect of the daddy, and find out what game teaches you how to play guitar like a rock star. So, a freckle face. Hey, Ruth. How are you? Pretty good. Great. How yeah. was your weekend? Wow. A weekend wow was good. Um, wasn't in there a whole lot, but I did get you know Celestial Zordos done on uh, three different tunes. Three. Three. Wow. Yeah. Um, I was gonna do the fire festival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How'd that work out for you? Well, here's the thing. Like, I wasn't gonna do it, and then I logged into the beta. Right. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And I saw the toy box. I'm like, oh, oh the toy box. So I was uh, kind of browsing through there, and I saw some uh, some Fire Festival stuff I didn't recognize. Oh. I was like, oh, let me get back in the live <laughs> game and get that. But I, but then I didn't find anything that I didn't have already. Maybe so it's for the next patch. It or- could be. It could be that they're adding in something to the holiday for the next year, or it could just be that I just didn't recognize um, what I have because I, I do have uh, this app. Um, I'm not sure if it's Bagnon or if it's Altaholic that does it. But when I was at the vendor and I was hovering over things, even though I didn't recognize some of the objects, it would say, hey, you have this in, in your bag on this other tune. Oh, it's probably, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it could be either. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Bagnon is uh, pretty limited to the server that you're on. Yeah, so I use Bagnon, and I've never yeah. seen that before, so it's got to be Altaholic. But I think Altaholic yeah. uh, covers the different realms. I think you're right. Yeah. I wanted to play a little bit more of the beta. I was having kind of trouble in the in the character selection the the drain eyes eyes are freaking me out freaking you out from the side it looked like they were closed uh, when i rotated her it looked like they were open <laughs> and like blinking <laughs> it's really really weird yeah although they give them like irises at least okay you know yeah before they've just you know this big orb right goat eyes yeah yeah, yeah that's how goat's eyes look it is no it- sure enough. really really I'm going to Google this. <laughs> and now for a word from our sponsor. Goat milk. It does a body good. It's not bad. Like sheep milk. Okay. They have irises, but their pupils are like rectangles instead of round. They're freaky. They are a little freaky. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm going to get some weird suggestions in my Google now. <laughs> yeah, for some reason I'm getting weird selections on uh, or recommendations on Netflix now. I don't know what's going on oh, with that. Oh, um, yeah, I might have been at your house watching your Netflix while you were gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I apologize for, it, but there's no way to delete certain items off your history. I know. I started placing stuff. I'm like, ooh, that's gonna, it's gonna mess up their history. <laughs> 
It's like they got a family of four that I'll just blame the other person. <laughs> nah, I'm from now on though. I have an, I have a, I have a, a get out of jail free card. Oh. Yeah. Were you watching this movie? No, it's no, it must, face, it must be freckle face. You, you know, of course. Yeah, her. yeah, she has access somehow now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Well, which leads us to a more interesting question. How was your week? It was, you know, relatively quiet. Not, was it? Yeah, not a whole lot going uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Except for, I don't know, that cruise of the Bahamas I took. That was <laughs> nice. That was kind of different. <laughs> that was fun. It was my wife and I, uh, 20th wedding anniversary. Congrats. Thank you. And so uh, we took off, man. We went down to the Bahamas for a week uh, or three days, whatever. Um, I took the whole week off from work, which was nice. And... uh yeah, went went down, went on a cruise. That was cool. First cruise ever, so that you know a lot of a lot of neat things there. Yeah, uh, went to uh, Nassau and went to a place to have lunch in Nassau. Of course, they, they try everything to get you to come in to eat, eat oh, their food. Yeah, like you were, we were talking about. It. You said there's one place that said we have an inside bathroom. All right, like thanks, <laughs> cool. And like places like we have free Wi-Fi. Well, everybody's got free Wi-Fi. That's not right. a, you know, but this place did have, of course, free free Wi-Fi. And we're in there, and I'm like, "Cool, let's get on the Wi-Fi and let's let's chat with people back home. Let them know we're okay." Mm-hmm. Every time I'd open up an app, I would get a challenge. Like, I open up Google Talk. Google Talk's like, "Whoa, you're not in a place you normally chat from." Right. And so you had it gives you an available amount of questions. Like, you have to prove you are who you are. Uh, okay. Uh, can we we can send you a text? No, because I'm not. I'm still in airplane mode. I'm just on the Wi-Fi, so you can't send me a text. Uh, then there was another one. Like, we'll send you an email. Or uh, we will send you, or you can tell us like what city you normally chat from. And so we, you know, we chose a way to authenticate ourselves to be able to talk on Google Talk. And uh, Twitter was the same way; gave me a challenge. I'm like, okay. And uh, so I'm like, oh, let me see what's going on in, in WoW. And I thought about, it. I was like, man, I don't know if I'll be able to do this uh, on on the mobile armory. No problem. Didn't care. <laughs> Didn't well, ask. There we go. It's like, oh hey, we noticed you have an authenticator attached to this account. You want us to use that? Yes. Okay, cool. Thanks. I kind of like the, the what city do you normally chat from? Uh, that could translate into what city did you steal this phone exactly. from? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually thought about that. That's not really the safest, no. most secure. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but it was kind of cool, even though you know, the, uh, the Blizzard um, mobile armory didn't give me the, the best secure feature in there. Um, I was able to flip some some Ghost Iron Ore at lunch, and I was kind of laughing about that. You know, I'm like, huh, I'm making gold while I'm in the Bahamas. <laughs> you know? So that was I, – I got back, you know, obviously, back to the States, and that was all cool. And, and I was like, man, I, I got to get on, and I got to play at least some WoW so we can talk about some stuff here. And so I didn't get on until till earlier uh, before coming out here to the to the studio. But I did get with a, with a bunch of cool people on the Timeless Isle, and like a whole group of – Horde and Alliance on on the Thomas Isle, and we just ran around killing rares, including rares I'd never killed before. Uh, so that was kind of fun, and <laughs> I guess it was pretty fun. We 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 uh, killed Cinderfall, and it dropped this this thing. And I'm like, oh, it <gasps> dropped that thing, the falling flame. Yeah, except I forgot what it was called. Okay, and I'm like, I think that's the thing, right? And it was just a like a bag of treasure. Oh, so I was a little disappointed oh, in that. Sorry. Um, but I think it was more was more fun is watching like I don't know ten fifteen people out of the group jump to their deaths at the end of the bridge. 
Because like, he saw some people going over because they had the <laughs> the cloak. <laughs> and some people like, falling down. They're like, why, why, why didn't I jump? So I supposed to hate you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know me. You know me. Right. I'm like, no, you got to do it from the right side, way over here. <laughs> and so more people were falling. <laughs> like, that didn't work. You got to get it just right. You're probably just a little off. <laughs> so... I was like, here, watch, I'll do it. And, of course, you know, <laughs> and they're like, what didn't work for me? I'm like, sorry, man. That's evil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, then I, I took a sneak peek at our content for today. And I got, I, I'm going to give everybody a warning. Um, the content is addicting. What we're, what what Freck has worked on and what she's going to be presenting in our main content is addicting. You're going to want to do some of this because I saw it and I, I was like out of the game. And I was like, well, let me go look at content, see what's going on. I'm like, oh, I had to get back in the game. You had to get some of this stuff. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we're going to talk about here. Um, and that was cool. Heroes in disguise. The best disguises in the World of Warcraft. This is not a full inclusive list of all available disguises. We've covered those uh, in other episodes. We've done drops in Mr. Pandaria. Uh, we've covered rare drops we've gotten from other bosses or other encounters. So we invite you guys to check out those episodes. But we are going to talk about a pretty extensive list on drops that give you disguises in the world of Warcraft. So we do have a pretty big list here. Some of these I have. Some of them I'm really going to start farming for because they sound really cool. Like the ghostly female highborn. Ooh. You can turn into that. Oh. Not just like a wisp, but like you can become like a, a, a female night elf ghost. It's cool. It's from Kalitha's Haunted Locket. I would have to get that and then put on the slow walk and his go after people. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Now this is going to set you back about 5,000 gold. Okay, so, you know, a day in the auction house. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's sold by Tex Verticoil in Ajara. You can turn into a garage. Is that that, uh, the beetle that you can ride? Type? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, that is from the object Blessing of the Old God. It is from Nerubian Archaeology. So you got to be doing archaeology. Archaeology. All right. You can disguise yourself as a ghostly pirate gnome. A pirate gnome. That would be cool. How awesome is that? So there's this hat that is dropped by um, a rare mob called Burgie Blackheart. And he is in Vashir. He's in Vashir. And I'm going to be camping him. So if you're going to camp him, camp him on a different server. And he is the captain of the Divine Fancy. Oh. Is he a gnome? I bet yes, you he is. He's yeah. a gnome. <laughs> You basically kill him and take his hat, and somehow the hat makes you look like him. Yeah, because sure. that's how that works. That's exactly it's like, that's how it always works. Yeah, exactly. If you kill Kalathos over in the Magister's Terrace, he has a chance on dropping the Orb of the Sindori, which turns you into a Blood Elf. I've got this. I like it. That's one of the ones I kept doing to get a pet or a oh, mount right. or something. Oh, the yeah. mount, the chicken, the big, uh, the big ostrich. Okay. I was doing that to get the ostrich, and one time he dropped that. Ooh. And so I have that. And it's kind of cool because I normally play a Goblin Warlock. And so it's kind of cool going from Goblin Warlock to Blood Elf. I like the height difference when you change. <laughs> when I change into something, like, yes, I'm interested in becoming this, this uh, the, the, the ghostly pirate gnome. Right. 
but it's my same height, and that's always like eh, I want something a little bigger or smaller, something a, a you know change in height. But blood ulcer cool like that. Now, similarly, there is the orb of deception. Now that turns you into someone of the opposite faction. What if you're a panda? Well, I was going to say it is specific. This item came out in BC. Right. Or no, it came out before BC because it mostly dropped off um, level sixty bosses and chests, and then uh, during BC they also had it spawn from some chests in Outland. So every race had their um, opposite faction. Yeah, counterpart exactly. And then BC came out, and they're like, "Oh, well, if you're a drain, you turn into a blood elf, and etc." And that was the last time we had new races. You know, Lich King, we had the new class, and if you aren't a lion's panda, you turn into a horde panda. <laughs> oh, that was the last time we had new races. We had uh, goblins and Morgan and Cataclysm begin. That's a pair. And then the panda and came out. We've actually talked about this in future. I was like, "What are they going to do with the panda?" And apparently, it's just random. You are a black and white panda, you turn into a white and black panda. Sometimes it would be a blood elf if you're an alliance panda. Sometimes it would be a tauren. What if you it's turn random. In, Is it random? Like, is panda in that list? Probably not. No. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I turn into a panda. Stupid word of deception. <laughs> deceiving anybody. Deceiving me. <laughs> sort of like that. You just turn into, a, you know, another panda, but with like the opposite tabard. <laughs> now, one thing we should point out with your, I have the orb deception as well. I think you do too. Oh, I got it back in the day. Right. It's, it's, uh, you can sell it, but I got it back when you couldn't. Oh. Or no, I got it back when it was like selling for way more gold than I could collect in like a month. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I'm keeping this. Um, one thing, it just changes your appearance. You are still your faction. <laughs> Don't, yeah. you ain't fooling nobody. You ain't fooling nobody, right? <laughs> Uh, I might be speaking from experience, <laughs> from a PvP server. <laughs> Just saying. So I don't know how great of a disguise that is. To be honest, <laughs> it's more like you know putting on a, a nurse costume for Halloween. I mean, no one's gonna come to you to ask them to take your temperature. It worked for the Joker and Batman. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You know, whenever I have this, whenever I use the orb, it's one of the ones I actually keep in my bag. And whenever I have it, I always go, man, I wish my tune name and, you know, that I didn't appear above my, like, red for yeah, enemy. I wish yeah. I wasn't there. And then I see somebody and go, boy, I'm glad that's there. You know? <laughs> a really cute one is you can turn into a little voodoo gnome, complete voodoo mask. And this from the pygmy oil. Yeah. Which um, alchemists make. And it's all deceptive because when you first drink it, nothing happens. You used to get like a little bit shorter. And then you drink more and you get a little bit more short. And then shorter, shorter, shorter. And then all of a sudden you're a gnome. Yeah. I it's remember really weird if you are a gnome because I think you like get short and then. You get big again. Okay. Yeah. I remember you gave me this yes. to drink. I still have some. In fact, I was looking uh, the other day in my badge because I'm about to do a big summer sale. Okay. <laughs> Just am. Root semi-annual sale. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know, about to have a sale Clearance here. Clearance marked up to 80% off. Tax and duty free. <laughs> uh, free gift for me as well, if you're one of the first five customers. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I still have I still have some. And I was like, oh, look, big meal. Yeah. So I'm saving Me. it for a rainy day. Now, you can disguise yourself as a furbolg. I've always said furblog. <laughs> I was trying hard not to say for a blog. Oh, you're, I'm not the only one. No, you're not the only okay. one. <laughs> That's something else. 
That's where <laughs> the pandas go when they oh. when they chat with other pandas. <laughs> I'm sure Lil Rock Cho has updated his fur blog every once in a while. <laughs> Have you read my new entry my fur blog? It is a very good. <laughs> so there is a stave that is sold. For 75 gold, it's only sold to people who are exalted with timber mile hold. I had no idea this existed until I was looking this up because I'm revered. And here's the tricky thing. It doesn't show up in the vendor menu and it's like red, like, no, you can't buy this unless you're exalted. It doesn't show up at all Ooh. until you're exalted. It's sneaky. That makes me want to go back and check my uh, reputation with them because I was doing a lot with those guys. Well, here's the thing. I want to go back and do it now because I have two of the three reputations that are required for that specific achievement, the diplomat. There's one that you get for uh, the snare and hold and the, the timber mall and one other one I can't remember. It's one of our Hearthcast AOE questions. I threw everyone off because I'm like, how many reps are required for the diplomat? And everyone's like, 50! <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three, these specific ones. Um, so missing timber mall hold. And from what I've read, apparently they really uh, ramped up the rep that you get. It's super easy. Someone mm. said they went to like exalt in like an hour. Well, so we should just do that. Then. We should just do that. So if you get to exalt with Timber Mile Hold, you can get an item that will transform you into a fur bog. And then you can get your own fur blog. <laughs> exactly. One of my favorites, at least to say, is a Noggin Fogger Elixir. It'll turn you into a skeleton or it might shrink you down to a little itty bitty version of yourself. Or give you the light buff that makes you float. It's like the mage buff, the the slow fall. Yeah. You get and get that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. If it turns you into a skeleton, um, it actually gives you underwater breathing. Yes, I remember that. Because you're Because you're, you're not you breathing. Right. right. You can go pick this up uh, from Sprinkle over in Gadgetstan. You don't need to have any kind of quest. You need to be neutral, so don't really have to do much of anything. Yeah, which is a new thing. You used to have to unlock this long quest chain to be able to buy those. Uh, a lot easier to get now. You can get your own ogre suit. Ogre suit? It's one of my favorite things. Um, over in Dire Mall, there is a quest that has you pick up different parts to get this costume. And the intent of the quest is to help you skip a boss by using the disguise. But you can just keep it. It's only one-time use once you have it. So, it, you know, you can hold on to your bag for as long as you want. But as soon as you want to use it, you've used it, you know. So there's that. Do you just go back and get it again? I, I'm not sure. I think you can only get it once. I don't think it's a repeatable quest. Mm. And I do know that if you are running it as a lobby... Uh, running at level, there's a lot of competition to pick up those items. Everyone like races toward those items, and there's only one per dungeon. Oh wow! So you got to run it a few times if you want to get it done. What about a gorilla in a bubble? You ever wanted to be a gorilla in a bubble? I would love to be a gorilla in a bubble. I saw some screenshots of this. It looked really cool. You can be a gorilla in a bubble if you get the super simian sphere. It's a super rare item. It drops off of any mob level 79 and above in Northrend. So it's a world drop. There's no one particular place or thing that it drops off of. The highest drop rate was listed at 0.07%. Wow. And that's per kill. You can't do the math on that, guys. Remember, that's (laughs) per kill. Right. Um, So if you see one with that, then that's a a pretty cool achievement. Or they just got super lucky. Maybe ask them for some uh, lottery ticket numbers. Give me some mojo. (laughs) Amen. You can turn yourself into an iron dwarf. This one's super easy. Yeah. This uh, iron boot flask is sold for 10 relics of Old War on Stormwind Peaks. 
I'm unlocked that whole thing. Apparently, if you haven't, you just need 20 relics. You need about 10 to get the faction so that they'll talk to you. And then you need 10 more to buy the thing. And since Catalanch, though, I mean, these relics used to be like 8 gold a pop. And now they're barely selling for more than the vendor price. If that. If that, you know. I mean, I've been vendoring mine because I can't get anyone to buy them, so... Dirt cheap, so pretty easy to get. Um, and that one lasts for 10 minutes, and it's a cool to have an hour, but it, it's not consumable. So once you have it in your bag, you can reuse it, which is pretty cool. Or you can turn into a frost dwarf. Now, there's a quest in Ice Crown Citadel that you can do that rewards the Muradin's favor. And the trick for this is that you have to turn in the quest before you leave in the raid. So the Lich King has to be down in the instance that you're in. If you if you complete the quest and then the raid resets and you go and try to turn it in, it won't work. Okay, so basically Lich King dies. Before you leave, go turn right, it in. Right, you have to go turn it in. And of course, if you're running it as a 90, you have to make sure you enable the lower level quest. You'll be able to see oh, it. Good point. Yeah. Very good point. Now, if you don't like you know the idea of turning into a dwarf, you can turn into somebody who's just around you. Right. By using the Potion of Illusion, which is an alchemy thing. Alchemists make it. Anybody can use it. It's not like the glyph that mages have where you target someone and turn into them. Or the Ailey's Sky Mirror that we got in Pandaria where you, where you turn into a, a watery Shiny version, version of them. Of them yeah. This is just like you pop it and it will turn into someone random who is in your vicinity. So if you're in like really crowded area, you can pop in. And you're like you have to go find the person. <laughs> it that becomes you look a like. little mini game. Who who yeah. am I? Who, <laughs> who, am, who I? am I? What about Arakoas, the bird people? You can disguise yourself as one of them from the time lost figurine. It's an item. It drops from the mob Tarok in Tarakar Forest. The mob isn't usually up. What it is, there is a pile of skulls that you have to click on and summon it. And it's got a spawn rate of about ten minutes. So if you don't see the skulls where um, you're looking at Wildhead, where it says it's going to be, then you just need to wait. Um, but being aware of that, that, if you're just flying around looking for that mob, you're not going to find it. You have to click on the skulls to summon the mob. That might be one you want to do uh, prior to um, Warlords of Drainer getting here, because Arakoas are supposedly playing a pretty cool role. Yeah. So if you could be one of them, just saying, people turn some heads. True. Now, one of my favorite ones is turning into a random herb. Now, if you're an herbalist, um, sometimes when you're collecting stuff, you get an item called a life-giving seed. And it says disguise yourself as a random herb. Best disguise ever. I mean, you just you turn into a plant. You used that one on me once. I don't... Yeah, one of, I? Yeah, way, it on yeah, it was years ago. Okay. But you didn't use it on me. You turned yourself into a okay, right. plant in front of me. And I was just like, it's awesome. what? It, <laughs> it changes your name to Peace Bloom, no matter what herb you look like, but it keeps your title. So, Professor Peace Bloom. <laughs> Professor Peace Bloom or, you know, Peace Bloom Clubber of Baby Seals. That title's not in the game. <laughs> I know, but like the most. <laughs> what kind of clubs do Baby Seals go to? Like hip hop ones? Boom, chicka, boom, boom, boom. Uh, uh, so. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So you can <laughs> <laughs> pair your nice little peace bloom name with the whatever ferocious title you want to, and it's pretty fun. Destroyer of worlds. 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I had some really interesting screenshots of people using the item random places. They got like the grave moss, which makes you into a tiny little skeleton. They've got, I know, a thing of weed like draped over the mailbox. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite ones. I mean, that, and that takes some effort. I mean, like, you know, you're playing a big drain eye, and it's like, nobody about me. I'm just, I'm just a major. That's some talent. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Back in EverQuest, there was something that could turn you into a bag. A bag? A bag, which with which was like miscellaneous loot on the ground. Okay. And people like come up and try to click you, and you go poof back to yourself and go ah, scare them. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good prank. <laughs> you know, if herbs aren't your thing, and you'd rather be a little puppy, you can turn yourself into a wolvar. Man, I've never done this. This is from the Frenzy Heart Brew, and that comes from the ripe, disgusting jar that you can purchase after getting, I think, exalted with your Frenzy Heart rep. And if you haven't played through the Lich King, there's um, a zone called Sholazar Basin, where there's this long quest chain to pick um, a faction to align yourself with, either the the Oracles or the Frenzy Heart. I always did the Oracles because you had your get, you get the egg, you get your and chance you have to chance get them out. Right. right. And I was like, I don't want this brew. But now I need to take at least one tune back there and, and get that wrap up for that. Because that's pretty cool. I think I want to go back with my 90. Yeah. Now I have the curious Wolvar pup as a pet. So I do kind of want to turn to Wolvar and then have it all. Have your little Wolvar pet? Yeah. Do you have a Wolvar mount? No. I don't think you can mount them. It's kind of mm. cruel. <laughs> you don't usually mount humanoids in the game. Dita might be upset about that. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, if you don't want to be the the puppy, then you can be a giant black, white, or red wolf. Scribes make this. There's an item called Rituals of the New Moon. And it's an offhand item. And it's got a random proc. You oh, know, like, okay. like you create a Ritual of the New Moon and, and you might get one that says Ritual of the New Moon turns you into a giant white wolf. Or Rituals of the New Moon turns you into a giant red wolf. So there are multiple objects, but they are made from the same recipe. If you are a scribe. If you like disguises and you want to get a disguise while you're in a disguise. What? <laughs> Wait, what? 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 I know, I know. It's um, so meta. There's the Orb of the Black Whelp that turns you into a black whelp. And it's sold in the Blades Edge Mountain. But here's the thing. You have to be in disguise to be able to go buy it. What disguise you need to be in? You have to be disguised as a Worm Cult member. Oh. Yeah. So they're 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 humanoids, but they they have their specific costumes and yeah. I think they just give you a tabard. Oh, well, it, you get um, five pieces of clothing, oh. and then somehow you put them together. So you have to like go through. If you've done the quest, you can repeat it. You just you get to the area, you kill a bunch of mobs, get a bunch of scraps, put the scraps together, make a costume, put on a costume, and then the guys change the friendly to you, and you go buy this orb. Well, one you may hear a lot of. When you're in uh, groups right now, it'll say something like, The doctor is in. And that would be Dr. Thelion Krastanov. Uh, and that's from Krastanov's Bag of Horrors. It drops from a rare spawn in Heroic Shuttlemans. And people like popping that one while they're waiting yeah. for a poll. No, I said a lot recently. Yep. And you, as soon as you hear one, you hear like 17 more. Yeah, it, it's the new Mr. Smite. It is the new Mr. Yeah. Smite, yep. So that it's kind of fun watching people run around with that. So yeah, and I've heard reports that it is soluble now, 
and that he does spawn even if you are uh, not in a group, if you're just running it, clearing it by yourself. So if you can, you know, make it through the content, it might be worth it to farm it. But it is, it's a very high chance, if not guaranteed, drop from him. It's just very low chance that he'll be there in the first place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So if he's not there, just reset and go back in. I guess so. Yeah. And then, if you want to be a forest sprite, which is those, um, you know, like you see them all over, the little sprites you see all over running around the islands everywhere, Scotty's Lucky Coin. This drops off a sprite named Scotty in Tonglong Steps. He's not a rare, but he is a level 89 elite. This little coin you get from him has three charges. It turns you into him, a little sprite, um, for 10 minutes. Now, the easiest way to go get this guy, if you look on your map, you're going to go out west over into the town long steps. And it's going to be, if you look on your map, it is the furthest island west on your map. A little group of like three or four islands. The island is called Sraves. Now, on that island, there's a big tree. And he his little house is actually kind of tucked away in the tree. Where the, uh, the mantid have built a house in front of his little house, which made him mad. If you look on the map, there's a picture of the tree, which is where you're going to go. On the tree, on the picture of the tree, at the bottom where the roots are, it kind of like has three roots. You're going to go between the first and second root. So if you point yourself towards a first and second root on the map, you'll drive in there, or fly in there, rather be flying. If you look in the world, you're going to be right in front of a house from the Mantid. It's going to have a gold domed roof. Right above that roof, you can actually go over the roof and into the tree. That's where Scotty is. He's got a little area and a little hut. Scotty's in the hut. He's an 89 uh, elite. Very easy to solo him. No problems at all. He drops the coin. Uh, I grabbed it this morning. This is one of the first ones I did when I saw In fact, it was the first one I did when I saw the list. And then I flew back to the shrine. And I got into disguise, which is bigger than a uh, goblin. Okay. And he's got a big old head. Uh-huh. And so, naturally, I do slash dance. And he does the same goblin dance. Oh. <laughs> so. At least he does something. Yeah, he does. Some of the transformations, you do slash dance and you just kind of stand there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, dan- he does He does your, your, your races dance. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, but, I, you know, I will say this. People have seen this, but I still got asked by about four people. Like, oh, hey, nice. where'd you get that? How'd you do that? So it's not a permanent item, like you would get off a rare, but the guy is up all the time. Yeah. So you can always go back and get it again once you use your charges up. Right. In fact, when I was there, uh, I went back just a few minutes later and he was already respawned and I killed him again and he had the item again. So I'm, th- I'm thinking it's a very high, if not 100% drop rate. That's a lot of disguises. Man, something you got to remember is that anything that's a trinket, which is going to be any of these orbs, they are not going to go in the toy box because they're considered a trinket. Oh, you know, man. that's the problem. I mean, it, it could be down the line. I'm hoping that they start converting these trinkets into just items because really nobody's going to sit there and use a trinket, especially when you equip it and you have to wait 30 seconds to use it. That's the worst thing. Oh, like, yeah. I know they do that for yeah. combat issues, but like when you're using it like for a fun thing, it's like, ugh, just sit there and wait. You're like, hey, hey, hey guys, hey, look what I'm going to do. T- just, t- just wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Check it, check it. Still waiting. <laughs> exactly. It's obnoxious. Um, oh, man. I put the wrong trinket on. Hang on. It's the other one. 
Give me, give me 30 seconds. 30, just 30 seconds, guys. Come on. Where are you going? No, no. Don't leave group. Don't leave group. I think the Sprite one is the only one that has charges, and anything that has charges isn't going to go in the toy box either because... Well, it goes away. It, yeah, yeah, because it goes away. Um, which should kind of make me sad because I have the Falling Flame, the one that uh, turns you into a burning meteorite. Yeah, the one but, I thought I got today. Yeah. <laughs> but it has 50 charges, Whoa, okay. and then it's just a lot, but it's not permanent. And then, of course, some of the items that we mentioned are consumable, like the pygmy oil, the savory delight, the elixirs, and the seed. Um, but they're still fun, and it, it it's still just kind of something different to kind of play around with the appearance of your tune. And you get, you know, people asking you questions, or you get to play around with the titles, or, you know, just take uh, funny pictures. And apparently the uh, the time lost Mariner one, the one that turned you into like a purple skeleton. Yeah. If you turn to that and you turn into something else, sometimes it'll convert. Like it'll do like a purple version of whatever oh, you're doing. Yeah. That's cool. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, I've seen people do that before also with um, with like the sky shimmer thing. Right. When you turn yourself into a, a, a you know version of somebody else and then they'll pop a disguise and it'll be shimmering in that. Right. So that's cool. You know, disguising a character isn't a new mechanic at all. It's something Blizzard didn't even invent. But it is something they have used quite well in the game. While the majority of the disguises we talked about today serve a purpose, like moving the storyline forward or adding to the overall game, others are just there for fun. But no matter what, it's just fun to see your character run around as something completely different for a while. And hey guys, if you have a favorite disguise in game, let us know about it. Let us know how you use it. Let us know what kind of reactions and kind of fun times you have with it. You're listening to HearthCast. You know, Frank, before we go, before we move on, I got to tell a quick little story about the cruise. Okay. So we're in the elevator, and elevators on the cruises, the king can get full, right? Yeah. People. So we're we're on an elevator. We're going up, and. Uh, this guy gets in the elevator and is already kind of full. This this guy gets in and he is huge. And I mean muscular. His muscles have muscles. Ooh. Right? He is like, he, he was an impressive human being. And daunting. I mean, just, just huge. Like, huge. And everyone just kind of like takes a step back and makes room for this guy. He commands that type of presence. Doors close. Next floor, there's a Kind of a scrawny, tall guy gets on, but he's carrying like two plates of food. And he gets in the elevator and kind of turns it around. Like, there's not any, really room for him, but he kind of makes room for himself. Okay. Everyone's kind of like, okay, this is awkward. He's got food, right? And doors close. And the guy, he makes a comment. He goes, hey, y- y'all don't, don't be eyeballing my food. And he turns to this gigantor of a guy. He goes, especially you, I think you could take me. <laughs> and the guy looks at him and goes, I know I can. <laughs> I just got back from Afghanistan, and I'm not quite back to normal yet. <laughs> Next floor, skinny guy's off. <laughs> and it was not the floor he pressed. <laughs> and the guy, the big hulking guy goes, that was easy. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Oh, man. Everybody was like deathly quiet. Like, everybody's just straightforward. Don't say a word. <laughs> well, I'll get through this. <laughs> But I saw him at the pool, right, right. with his shirt off. Mm-hmm. His abs had abs. What? This guy was. Did he like, have a twelve pack? <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a like. I mean, geez, they could. He was a specimen. I mean, that guy. I mean, I looked him was like, good job, just good, good job. <laughs> you know, 
You have workouts for your workouts, don't you? <laughs> CrossFit, no. All the way fit. <laughs> so, anyhow. Ah, oh, man, what a, what a time. In gaming headlines this week. It is the attack of the gaming clone wars, Freck. You know I like Clash of Clans. Of course. Been playing it for a while. I was in Cold's clan from Eviscerated. I was in his clan for a while. Now I'm the Eviscerated 2, which is like the not-so-hardcore people. All right. <laughs> still playing. Haven't logged in in a week because I've been out of the country. Uh, still playing it, though. I saw today, Australians are getting lucky. There is the Clone Wars version of this. It's called Star Wars Commander. It is a Clash of Clans type game built around the Star Wars franchise. So basically it's this free-to-play strategy game that places you in the middle of the galactic civil war in the Star Wars universe. You side with either the Rebellion or the Empire. You build bases, you train your troops, you fortify them with shields, you get turrets, you get artillery, you build your defenses up, you go at launch attacks against the opposing faction, which I really like in the game. You can call on the iconic units like the AT-ATs, the TIE Fighters, uh, Han Solo, Princess Leia, all these things you can do. As you emerge victorious, you travel across familiar locations in the Star Wars movies and you complete special missions. This might rip me away from Clash of Clans. Really? It might. Yeah. This is one of the times I'm glad that I don't spend money on these games because then you become vested in the game. <laughs> right. You know, that's, I mean, that's where, where WoW has you. Sure. I'm vested in WoW. I have spent money. It's not going to rip me away. If I go to, like, you know, we try the other MMOs, Star Wars, I paid for, what, like a month or two months or something on it? And I'm like, okay, I'm not that vested in this yet. I can leave now before I've spent a lot of money here. Hearthstone. I've bought game packs. I'm vested in that game, you know? So with Clash of Clans, I'm not that vested in it. You know, I've got gems and stuff I've gotten for free, but I don't I'm not losing I'm not leaving money on the table if I leave. And this Star Wars thing, I like that universe. Now the Australians can get it now, or if you want to, you know, do like everybody else did when uh Hearthstone came out and change your location settings to one of the, you know, Australia on your iTunes account or whatever, you can go grab it. Or you can just wait a couple months and it'll be out here in the U.S. I'm going to wait, but I'm definitely going to have this game. It looks like a ton of fun. I've seen you know screenshots of it, and it's the same premise of Clash of Clans, which I like, in the Star Wars universe, which I like. So hopefully it's not going to be like crazy, because uh, you know they always say it's free to play. Well, yeah, that means microtransactions. You know, you got to pay to win or, right, or pay right. pay to get something. <laughs> so. We'll check it out. Um, just look for it is called Star Wars Commander. Um, I really think they should have gone with Clone Wars on it because they're cloning the other game. Lucas Arts is just ripping them off. It's a blatant rip off of it. So it could have been funny going Clone Wars, but I guess they just don't have a sense of humor like that. But check them out. It is called Star Wars Commander. Coming soon. Give it a couple months and it'll be here, and you'll be able to play it. Hearthcast.com is proud to present. Root and Freckleface's Top X List. A conglomeration of... Wait a minute. You guys named this segment Top X List? So you, you wouldn't have to pay me for additional segment bumpers? What a bunch of... 
I mean, a conglomeration of fun-filled, interesting tidbits for your amusement. Hearthcast.com's top X list. Cheap son of a... So today we have the top ten ways to lose at Hearthstone. I'm very familiar with all the ways to lose at Hearthstone. <laughs> I'm just bringing you a lot of personal research in this, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was not hard to put this list together at all. I will say that. So number ten, don't read the card text enough to know the difference between friendly, enemy, and all minions. Makes a big difference. There are cards that say heal all minions. There are cards that say heal all friendly minions. Oh. See? And there are cards that, uh, like Mad Bomber, do one damage to three random characters. It does not say random enemy. Oh, it could be yours. People put that card down and hits them in the face for three. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) Number nine, don't put enough minions in your deck. I make this mistake every single time I make a new deck. Never put enough minions in. What's a minion? A minion are the ones that uh, you put them down on the board and then they attack other minions as oh, opposed okay. to a spell where you're Got just it. doing direct damage. I know they actually called those minions. They are called minions. So number nine, don't put enough because then you'll end up with a bunch of spells in your hand. You can't do anything. Oh, I, that happened to me once, but that was just luck of the draw. Oh. I was just like, I can't do anything. <laughs> number eight, put too many minions in your deck. Because you got to have some spells in there to kind of do some damage control. You know, board wipes, things like that. Things that buff up your minions or will just kill another enemies. So putting too many minions in your deck can make you lose. Number six, getting a starting hand of all high cost cards. So painful. Oh, I've had like, that Like, ah, I can't do anything. I'll have next to wait. Next turn. Yeah. Can't do anything next turn. Can't do anything again next turn. Number five, accidentally target yourself for a spell. (laughs) (laughs) I think this happens more on like the the iPad of people using their fingers. They swipe and they swipe and they thought I was healing myself. There's there's a hunter spell that you pay one cost and you do two damage. And I saw this hunter like aim all around the board and finally like hit himself in the face. (laughs) And then he did that. That didn't quite hit the mark. <laughs> I know. You just hit yourself between the eyes. Of course it didn't hit the mark. It hit the mark. Just the wrong mark. <laughs> Number four, math is hard. Not doing enough math or like doing it too quickly and not thinking it through, that can throw you off. Because a lot of times you meet in a situation where you're like, I have two minions on the board. They have three minions on the board. I have two spells in my hand. I want to get rid of all their minions. And then you hit. The other guy over here, and you're like, wait a minute. He's still got a health point left, so he's still on the board. Which uh, means he can hit me for next turn. Yeah. Because it didn't do math correctly. Right. Right. And then there's one, and this is going to, I think it's going to combine a couple, but if you kill the opponent with the exact number, there's like a counter spell that says buff him up to like 20 or some crazy. I don't know who's got it, but if you kill him like with the same, like if, if you have four hit points left and I right. do four damage to you to kill you. There's a counter spell on that that then gives you eight health points or something. I haven't seen that. I've seen one which is um, there's an enrage um, effect that's in a lot of cards, or basically if they get hit but they don't die. This is on they the get hero. Some sort of effect. Oh, on the hero. Yeah. You think you're going to win? You do just the amount of damage to kill the person. He's like, ah, thank you. Poof. He's got back to health. Interesting. I'm like jerk. <laughs> Number four, not reading the text on the cards that your opponents put down. 
Because sometimes it will have an effect that is not necessarily a battle cry. The effect takes place whenever they're on the board. For example, Warrior has um, a minion that whenever any minion takes damage, the hero gains an armor. So if you ignore that one, you let that guy sit there who's got that effect, and you're sitting there killing all their minions, and then meanwhile this little one minion on the side is like putting all this armor on the hero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah. And I've do- I've seen the one that um, for every damage that others take, it gets an attack power. Right. To itself. Right. And like, you, you know. <laughs> You don't notice you're like, I'm going to do this, this thing. I'm going to kill this guy. I got this thing going to do seven. Boom. Whoa. Now he's got 14 attack power. What just happened? Right. Then you're like, huh? Sign. <laughs> yeah. And warriors have the starving buzzer that whenever they put a beast down, they draw a card. So if you don't kill that card quickly, they'll get a whole bunch of card draw, Ooh, which yeah. gives them advantage. But they also have one that's uh, the starving hyena. And they get buffed up when other beasts die. So if you sit in there and you're planning your attack, and you're like, okay, I'm going to hit their minion over here. And if you do in the wrong order, then the hyena gets buffed up. And then all of a sudden you don't have enough to kill them with. So you have to pay attention to attacks and things like that. Number three, oh, easy mistake, but ending your turn too soon. <laughs> I do this on my patient. I mean. You don't count your mana gems. Yeah. Yeah, but basically if the button's not green, that means there is something you can do. It might not be something you want to do, but there is something you can do. So you want to make sure that you are not forgetting to attack with everything that you you can attack with. I think sometimes when I play my mage deck, which is all I play with right now, I forget that I got my little attack that I can do. Then go ahead and do like one damage. Right. You know, I forget that one. I hit right. end. I'm like, ah, oh, it was a free point. Right, right, ah, right. Yeah. I get mad at myself. Number two, you set up a cool combo with multiple cards, but then you use them in the wrong order so you don't get your cool combo, and it just kind of ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I've done that. I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah, I've yeah. done that. <laughs> I think we've all time. done that one. Because <laughs> yeah, you got to set them up right, right? You know, if because some of them are contingent, like. Uh, like you set a person on fire, and if they're on fire, you'll do double damage. Right. And you're like, through do the damage, and you're not on fire. Well, my Paladin deck, I have this card. It's the Dread Corsair. He costs four, and he is a 3-3 three, three taunt. But he costs one less for every attack that your weapon has. So I have a weapon that costs four and does four damage. So the combo with that is you take out your weapon... And then you get a free card. Oh, yeah. I right? see that. Yeah. And then I'll sit there and be like, taunt. Oh, wait a minute. Now I can't <laughs> have my weapon because I ran out of mana. Oh, uh, be careful that. Sad face. But you know what? You can avoid all these mistakes and you can be way smarter than Freckle Face and just you know do everything perfectly. But, but if your game inexplicably disconnects, even if your internet connection is fine you're gonna lose sucks to be you (laughs) i will say blizzard has 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 done some steps in in extending the amount of time the game will wait right for you to connect back to it but it's still not enough yeah i mean i've been there it's what's bad is when you're on the other side of that and you see the guys the countdowns going the little the little um mission impossible things going on Every time it comes out, I'm just like Mission Impossible theme playing in my head. <laughs> and it goes, and then it goes again. Yeah. And then it goes again. It's like, look, why are we doing like four or five ropes here? 
you know what what's up and you the person comes back to like oh leg or whatever and then they do like nine moves at a time and i've been on the other side of that where mm-hmm. i'm the one disconnected and you come back in have you ever been there you come back into the game in progress yeah it has skipped your turns i know and the other person is just like beating the snot out of you because you missed crucial turns, right? And it's like pop, 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 pop. You're like, wait, because you've missed four turns, and you're like, okay, I have three hit points left, and you've got nineteen. Resign. It's super annoying in arena because you've paid 150 gold or two dollars to be able to get in there in the first place. You can only play up until you get three losses. Oh, so if you get a loss because you disconnect, ooh. That makes me rage. Ooh, that is that's not good. No, it's not good. Not good, good Freckleface. Not nope. good. Not good. So there you have it. Top ten ways to lose at Hearthstone. I've done all of these. Hit me up if you uh, if you've done any of them, or if you have any other uh, ways to lose at Hearthstone. Yeah, send her a tweet on how you've really lost at Hearthstone. <laughs> that. You gotta cheer her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheer up Freckleface by letting her know that you've done worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much for tuning into episode number two hundred and twenty-five of Hearthcast. We talked about some fantastic stuff today. Folks, just to let you know, there is a way that you can win a free one year premium curse membership from us here at Hearthcast. Completely free to you. You don't have to do anything except win a round of Hearthcast AoE against Freckleface or myself. So if you like to play, we just need about 20 minutes of your time. We are here at the studio between about 6 and 9 p.m. That's Eastern Time Zone on Mondays. Coming up in game, we still have the Fire Festival. It's going on for the next few days. Uh, Make sure you have all the vanity items ready to go to convert them over to that toy box when that toy box comes out. Uh, we're with the Warlords. And if you want to come hang out with us, we're going to be at the Orlando WoW Meetup Group. Our next meetup is July 18th, 6.30 p.m. at Firkin and Kegler. We head upstairs to that lounge, have some food, have some good times. Sometimes we bring our, you know, little iPads and try to get people their fireside card back so they don't have one yet. Yeah, they hooked us up with a password to their Wi-Fi, which they said they're not supposed to do. Oh, but we're such frequent guests to Firkin and Kegler in Orlando that uh, that they, they let us do that. So that's kind of cool. It's awesome. I want to give a very special thank you to all of our friends and followers on Facebook and our uh, Twitter accounts. Hit us up there. Let Freckleface know how you've really lost at Hearthstone. And any kind of cool disguises you guys have done, let us know there too. Or you can also send us an email. We'll include that in the next show. And as we close the show, folks, we just want to sincerely thank you for listening. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find HearthCast in iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com.
Well, everybody, it's Broadway Blues with another episode of Aspect of the Daddy, where I talk about technology, toddlers, and Tylenol. For the past couple of weeks, Caleb and I have been bonding over music, and it's been great. Finally fulfilling a lifelong dream and learning to play the guitar. I'm learning to play guitar with a game called Rocksmith 2014, although calling it a game kind of doesn't do it justice. Rocksmith 2014 is available for PC and Mac, Xbox 360, and the PlayStation 3. Basically what it does is take a real guitar and it provides a cable which you um, hook into your console or your PC. What's really neat about it is the learning curve. It starts you off on songs very easy. And if you've ever seen Rock Band or Guitar Hero, you kind of know what the interface looks like already with the notes coming down the screen towards you. But the thing is, with this, you're playing a real instrument, and you're also hearing the actual sounds that your instrument is making as you're playing them. And it takes you through a really, really awesome learning curve that accelerates if you already know some guitar, and it goes really easy on you if you don't know anything about guitar. The really neat thing is, after a couple of weeks, I am actually playing bass. And I'm not just learning a couple songs. I'm actually learning all the different uh, scales and different techniques that uh, really good bassists use. I'm not saying that I'm good, but I'm saying that I can actually play the bass guitar. And the neat thing is, Caleb found a toy guitar, and whenever I plug in, he plugs in too. So our evenings have kind of turned into a music central jam fest where we're both just having the time of our lives. And it's really neat to bond over that. So if you've ever had dreams of playing guitar, I highly recommend Rocksmith 2014. It's the second of the Rocksmith games. Uh, There was one released a year or two ago, and they've really improved upon what worked well with that game. And while it's a little bit on the expensive side, I'm not sure how much it costs for consoles, but the PC and Mac version was $80, and $20 of that is for the cable itself. So uh, I've been trying really, really hard to take good care of that cable, but I haven't had any problems with it so far. And like I said, the cable connects the instrument that you're playing. You can play bass or guitar. And uh, hooks it up to the computer that you're using or console. Rocksmith 2014. Highly, highly recommended. It's a little expensive, but it's a heck of a lot easier than hiring someone to teach you. Also, you get to do it in the comfort of your own home. So, find me on AspectOfTheDaddy.com, on Twitter, at Broadway Blues. Big shout out to Force Recon on Argent Dawn. For defeating raid bosses. Go guys, go. My name is Ro, and I love podcasts. Perhaps a bit too much. On July 1st, the Realm Maintenance Podcast will release episode 100, and if you're a fan of WoW and other Blizzard game podcasts, this will be an episode you don't want to miss. With podcasters from over three dozen shows being interviewed, not to mention interviews with podcast listeners as well, it's sure to be a unique extended maintenance. You can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or realm-maintenance.com. And while you're at the site, check out the updated podcast directory, weekly podcast roundup feature, and more. When the servers go down, we'll tell you what's up.
Episode 100 premieres July 1st. Thanks for listening.